Labor. Hard, physical work. It's what real men and women contribute to this country. But no one honors the hard, physical work we've made to podcast country. <sighs> labor. Your mom went into labor. <laughs> no, my mom was induced into labor. You didn't even read that 26-page essay about my birth that I wrote for you, did you? I did not. Labor. 2018 marks the 136th Labor Day. And the first ever Saber Day. The first ever. Stab! Saber Day. (laughs) (sighs) But now I'm going to miss out on Labor Day. Labor. Sweat it out, wage earners. Drudge on through and toil away. Because whether you're bringing home the bacon or bringing home the babies, we're big fans of labor here at The Review. to the review universe everybody i'm chris i'm steve and this is a podcast about two topsy-turvy men have i used that one before i don't think so okay two topsy-turvy men who have been who have been oh my god we're doing it over (laughs) two topsy-turvy men who have been hired to review everything in the universe wow that was an incredible shit show for the first five (laughs) seconds of the podcast oh man um how's how are you out there everybody how is everybody out there in headphone land you know people can't respond that's why i ask that's the only time I ask questions is when I know I can't get a response. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, I'm, so not, that's, I'm, not, I'm not a good date. <laughs> so that's why you're always talking to the robot when you call your bank. Yeah. And they're like, hello, thanks for calling. Operator. Call. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, no, that's what you say to get a real person. Mm-hmm. I'm saying you're you're making conversation with the robot because mm-hmm. you know that they can't respond. Yeah. Please press one if you would like to talk to an operator. Please press two if you'd like to talk to me. Please, plus three, if you would you like to... Even, we can't even say full <laughs> sentences, and we're th- two minutes into this goddamn uh, thing. Man, happy happy Monday, everybody. Um, happy it's, Labor it's, Day. It's Wednesday when we're recording this, uh-huh. so I broke uh, that <laughs> immediately. <laughs> hey, guys, so this is a podcast where Steve and I have been hired to review everything in the universe. We're stuck in a little room together, and that little room is filled with pneumatic tubes, which bring us our weekly reviews. Mm-hmm. We have no control over what the reviews are. Um, but we got to do them anyways until we die, which might be forever. Yeah, we'll die forever. Yes, um, That's how we will die works. in forever. Um. But uh, how has so we we drink this purple goo to, in order to stay alive, like mm-hmm. this purple stuff. Yeah, um, but not to be confused with the purple stuff we did a bit about last right. week. Have right. you ever had any side effects? Um, like special effects that happen on my side. Yeah, like you know uh, when you're in third grade. You get, um, you get like this, like um, not like Star Wars, but like laser backgrounds in your school photos, mm-hmm. and it's like an effect that happens on my right side. Okay, so that's my side effect. You, fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's my. All, that's I, I. I can't even make a joke about it. It's so. It was so it was unfunny. So it was so unfunny. 
that must that must be your side effect that you can't make jokes after I make great jokes. Wow. Um, or do great bits. Or yes. give uh, or as you always say, take long walks off a short pier. Do I say that? Um, yeah, sometimes like, oh, that was a long walk off a short pier. Oh, sure. I mean, that's a phrase. That's not really something that I. Made that's a up. phrase that I've only ever heard you say. Really? Mm-hmm. Google it, dude. I, okay, but you're gonna right. yell at me if I Google it, so I'm not gonna. Why do would it. I yell at you? Because anytime I do anything that's not record the podcast, whenever we're recording the podcast, you yell at me. It's it's only prime example. <laughs> what? Well, it's only when you're distracted and you you like start googling stuff on your phone. Uh, and I can't say anything to you. Long walk off. Oh, that's the second thing. Hey, there's a video. It's called. There's a song by Dead Mouse called "Long Walk Long Walk Off a Short." Is period. it Dead Mouse or Dead Mouse Five? I always just say Dead Mouse. I thought it was. I, I assume it's speak. Dead Mouse. But yeah, Long Walk Off a Short Pier. Yeah, that's a phrase. I'm not making urban, it up. <laughs> urban Dictionary. Should we see what the Urban Dictionary definition of this is? Just while we have it here, um, I want you to die by falling off a pier. Hence, if you take a long walk. Off a short pier, you will fall off the edge. Oh, okay, here we go. Um, the top definition, to fuck off or shut up. Mm-hmm. Why don't you take a long walk off a short pier? Right. So, I think I was using it more like... Um, yeah, you know. We took a long desti- we took a long journey to get to a, sh- a short des- destination. Mm-hmm. Although maybe I'm using that incorrectly. You know what? If I, I like, am, I like it. Me. It, makes, it makes sense to me. I just never heard it before. Uh, well, you haven't heard of most things, mm-hmm. so... Um, I think I've said this before on another, uh, like, episode, but, you know, you're, you're not, I mean, not everyone has to be good at pop culture, but there's, like, giant gaps in your, le- uh, like, like life. I'm just wondering, what, what do you, what did you do? What did you, do, what do you do with your life? <laughs> you haven't Re- seen any. Reruns. Reruns? Reruns, so of the, the reruns of the four shows that I know. <laughs> what are those? American Dad, okay. Futurama, All Family right. Guy, Breaking Bad. Really? You? How many times have you watched Breaking Bad? 71. Um, out of 100 th- oh wait sorry what <laughs> we're not no we're oh, not reviewing oh no yeah that's not even the right review it's oh. like 98 out of 100 um right. uh, honestly all the way through probably th- three or four times have you uh been watching better call saul at all not the newest season but i have seen everything up until the newest season uh yeah me me too i love that show it's great um i got like three texts from three different people yesterday saying have you been watching better call saul so i'm imagining whatever the fuck happened this past week was insane okay um, yeah, I don't want to spoil it. No, I don't um, even. I gotta find a way to watch it. Yeah, we don't have cable in this room. Uh, well, I mean, we have. We get like, uh, you know, the like when you were a kid and you uh, fuck around with the antenna and you can get like part of a, the Playboy channel. Uh, we get that with every channel. What? Um, what? You know, there's that. There's that whole ge- like, you know, uh, what was like uh, fucking trope that you can like fuck around with. A TV antenna. You didn't introduce like, this as a trope. Yes, I did. That's why I, you said that was it's a joke. like when we were kids. Yeah, I know. And was, we did a thing. I, did, I didn't do this, so I'm, I'm a little. The curious. basis of the joke was the trope. Mm. It was a joke. If you didn't know, a trojo. A what? A trojo. A joke. <laughs> a joke based on a. Oh, oh boy! Look at this. We got <laughs> a review for the week. Oh, what are we doing? And it's labor. Oh, labor. Right, 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 just like the intro. Yeah, it's, it's just like the intro. I think that's my new bit. <laughs> um, it's funnier every time. Yes. I can't wait to hear every how you do it. Every single week. Next week. Yes. Can't wait to hear how you rehash the same joke next week. I bet you can wait. Uh, but you do love rehashing things. Mm-hmm. For you ever had my rehash browns? I have had your rehash browns. It's like refried beans, but potatoes. Yeah, and so. I've also had your rehash, bro. <laughs> 
420. I don't understand this joke. Eh, look at my hand. Oh, uh, you're making the you're making that weird white supremacy okay symbol. What? Yeah, you know like the okay symbol or F in sign language? It's like that like now it's like white supremacy. Is it really? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's like fair fair I F mean in sign language or okay is becoming a white supremacy thing? Yeah, I think it's more the the three fingers being a W. Why? Um, oh, because of the white? Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I mean, obviously, I know you're not doing that. I, just, I will clarify. But right. no, like, there's like this thing that, like, um, obviously, I'm not. Look it up, like the Stephen Millers and the before, like, kind of early in the Trump presidency, so where it was like, you know, it was like kind of you're still being a little subtle about being a racist piece of shit. Um, right, but now it's okay. Yeah, but like people, people will do that, or like you know, like Twitter trolls will have that that. Um, like emoji of uh, that symbol That's up so to represent weird. their their belief in white power. Little uh, little um, not, fun facts, everybody. Yeah, I was gonna say happy Labor Day. Not very creative on their part. Oh, I agree, and it also ruined this because I love giving that as an okay. I mean, you can't. So no one gives okays anymore. Is that like I haven't heard of it, and I feel well. Like, I, now I just use my middle finger as okay. Right. Yeah. Um, and that usually turns out well for you. Always great. So our first review of the episode uh, is going to be revolving around the hit holiday, Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve, do you know what Labor Day is? It's uh, the like the last day off before school starts. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Is it? And you can't unique, wear white after. Is it, it unique to this country or is it worldwide? I do believe it is unique to the United States. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like it has a, something it, to do with unions. Yeah. Uh, it's like kind of like it's kind of like Memorial Day, where Memorial Day and Labor Day kind of bookend the summer in the United States, and mm-hmm. we get both of those days off. From, but they're not like, about the same work. thing. No. Right. Right. Okay. I no, Memorial so. Day is, is military focused. Yep. Labor Day is more just uh, like workforce lives. focused. Got it. Um, but yeah, and that is uh, this coming Monday, or rather today, as the episode is going to be released on. Mm-hmm. And we have 15, uh, oh, first, before we do, <laughs> oh. uh, the review scale for the episode. We review everything out of 100 blanks, and uh, what will it be this week, everybody? Hammers. Tweet in your uh, suggestions, and we'll live tweet it. Yep. Live tweet, uh, send in your tweets now. And we're waiting. Okay. We haven't got no tweets. No tweets. But that's pretty par for the course in general. We don't get any tweets. We don't get a lot of attention. <laughs> We're very desperate for attention. I'm going to say desperate. We just don't get a lot of it. Um, oh. I'm going th- I'm going 100 Rosies. Like the Riveters? Yeah. Yeah. 100, rosy- 100 Rosies? Yeah. 100 Rosies. Cool. Rosies. Okay. Um, okay. And now for our first one, we have a rapid review. Hey, we've done this a- in a while. Oh, we did it recently. When? Um, you. It was like a couple weeks ago. I can't even remember for what. Did we? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it was for something, though. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. It's when we did that episode about the stuff, and we yeah, had a review and the thing, scale. And you mm. did the thing about the stuff. Yeah, and then I had the a time. reaction, and then you blew up at me, and, and, the, and one of our listener families loved it. <laughs> right. Although, yeah. I would argue I don't I don't blow up at you. I just no. get peeved. Um, I think everyone would stop listening if I actually blew up on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Okay. We got 15 quotes involving labor. Oh, just and, uh, labor in general? Yes. Okay. And you're going to... Quickly review them with one sentence and then a score out of 100 rosies. Okay. Ready? So this is, so 15, you said 15, one, five. Yep. All right. That's better than 50. Pleasure in the job puts perfection in the work. Aristotle. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like if you don't like, uh, if you like what you're doing, it doesn't feel like work for sure. Uh, 95 <laughs> out of 100. What? That's true. I don't know. It's, it was just such a boring answer. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. You ever see those like motivational things? It's yeah. Like, do what you love every day. Do what you love five days a week and it won't feel like. Shoot amongst the work. stars. See. Even if you miss, you'll fall to the moon and be married to the moon man. And and then you go on a vacation. 
to uh, Mars. Number two, genius is one percent. Genius is one percent inspiration and ninety nine percent perspiration. Thomas Hercules. Edison. What Hercules? Thomas um, what is it again? One percent one. Inspiration and ninety nine percent perspiration. I guess so. I mean, you have to work for everything. Ninety nine percent. Sorry, what is? I don't know. It's kind of a, just do what you normally do for a rapid review. I which know, is, I am. I'm, okay. I'm just trying to think of a sentence. I, I just I've heard that quote so many times. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, you have to work hard for what you want. Uh, Eighty-five out of a hundred. Okay, Rosies. <laughs> so you're just what? you're just summing up the quote again. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's my reaction to <laughs> okay. it. Okay, I have to like nothing translate it because it's like without, cryptic. Okay, number three. Cryptic. Without labor, nothing prospers. Sophocles. Um, I guess that makes sense. Uh, I mean, yeah, you have to do stuff. So other stuff can happen. I think that's just kind of basic logic, right? Uh, Forty-one out of a hundred. Nothing with Rosies. Nothing ever comes to one that is worth having, except as a result of hard work. Booker T. Washington. Let's say that again. Nothing ever comes to one that is worth having, except as a result of hard work. Booker T. Washington. So kind of like the best things in life aren't are free. free. Yeah. Aren't yeah yeah. Um, I don't know. I think the best things in life are free. Uh, but I also uh, believe that it's also nice to work for something. Like when you run a race and you're like, oh, man, I earned that 100-yard uh, dash. Um, 74 out of 100. Rosies. Dare to be honest and fear no labor, Robert Burns. Um, I, That's kind of dumb. I think that's kind of dumb. Like, yeah, just tell the truth. Okay. And then um, don't be afraid to work. Sure. Like what is, what if what if what if I am afraid to work? By the way, this is a good housekeeping list <laughs> from Good Housekeeping magazine. Yeah, this one's stupid. Thirty-eight out of a hundred rosies. Find something you love to do, and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Oh, that's RV the one. That, yeah, McKay. Sorry, that's the one that I was just trying to talk. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> that scared me. <laughs> Sorry, I probably scared the listeners yeah. too. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I like this one. We just talked about that. Uh, Ninety-five out of a hundred uh, rosies. Nothing will work unless you do, Maya Angelou. Oh, I kind of like that. Nothing's going to happen unless you try. I feel like a lot of these are kind of just the same quotes What's going in a on different with you today? way. <laughs> I don't know. You're uh, being so matter-of-factly and not even trying to make jokes. Oh, I don't know. These are, you can't really make jokes about you these. You can. Talk about the name. Talk about the person. Talk. Maya Angelou's wonderful. Okay, great. Great. You can make a joke. You can fit jokes in there. You can make a joke about anything, you dumb. Knock, knock. Who's there? Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou who? Maya Angelou. What are you, a Dr. Seuss character? Rate it. Uh, 74 out of 100. (laughs) Amateurs sit and wait for inspiration. The rest of us just get up and go to work. Stephen King. Um... Sure, but that also, I don't like this quote because that implies that losers also just get up and go to work. Because if you're an amateur, losers aren't necessarily amateurs. I could be an amateur at something just because I didn't do it a lot. Like, I'm an amateur um, calligrapher, right? Like, I'm not great at it. This is but, way more than a sentence. Yeah, but you, you know what? You just yelled at me, so I am going to <laughs> give it my all. I am going to give it 1% inspiration and 99% explanation. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 it's not just amateurs and everybody else, Mr. King, who spells his name Stephen just like I do, so I really admire you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I disagree with this quote. 14 out of 100, Rosies. I learned the value of hard work by working hard. Margaret Mead. Uh, okay. So, like, you, you did stuff. Great. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You can. I can also learn the value of... Uh, being waited on, yeah, like but by her, doing her nothing. last name is a uh, uh, a wine, a type of wine. It's just like really high, high percent alcohol beer. wine. Yeah, Mead. yeah, 
point. Um, so that, that's that's a plus five in my book. Okay, so then five out of a hundred. Okay, <laughs> was that a zero before? Yeah, because again, I can be lazy. I can I can find the value in being lazy and doing nothing okay. and, and be waited on and have everything handed to me. The miracle is not that we do this work, but that we are happy to do it. Mother Teresa. Look, I, I know you. She, I know you hate Mother Teresa. I, know, I get that she's a. I saint. think you called her. I get that she's a saint. She is I my you, least favorite saint. Yeah, you did call her second Hitler at one point. Oh God! I don't know what the, why you said that, but you did. Uh, no, I said, "Hey, let me get a second hit lurch to our buddy Lurch when we were smoking weed." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hung out with the Adams family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes I was so high I couldn't fin- finish the the sentence, so I was just right. like, "Yo, let me get a second hit lurch, Mother Teresa." And I saw a picture of Mother right. Teresa right after. That yeah. might be what you're thinking. Well, of. yeah, the, the the Adams family has a lot of uh, pictures of Mother Teresa. Y- yes, Mother's Teresa, as in <laughs> multiple mothers. mothers named Teresa. Is Adams family Lurch or is it the Munsters? Uh-huh. Adam's family is Lurch. Okay. Yeah. Um, the very tall men. All right. Give your rating. What was the quote? <laughs> it was the fucking uh, miracles. Not that we do this work, but that we are happy to do it. Um, I, I, I don't really get it. I mean, I get it, but I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Shouldn't it be a miracle when I get up and go to work every day? Like, is that a, mm-hmm. does it just mean that we're alive? Oh, this is getting deep. 80 out of 100. Genius begins great works. Labor alone finishes them. Joseph Jaubert. That's literally that 1%, 99%. And I don't know who's older, mm. Joseph Jaubert or Tommy Eds. Right. But uh, whoever it is ripped off the other person. Wow. I'm going to assume that this person ripped off Tommy Eds uh, for... You should bring both of their scores way down. F- yeah, both of them we have five out, five point one out of one point twenty one out of a hundred. Wow, you're being very harsh today. Okay, yeah. how about this Rosie's. one? All labor that up, uplifts humanity has dignity. Martin Luther King Jr. All labor that uh, yeah, yeah, do good shit, man. Yeah, I'm for it. Yeah, shit man I'm, is, yep. the, is the one of the best superheroes of our time. Yep. Uh, all that that's what I used to call Mother Teresa. Good shit man? Yeah, good shit man. <laughs> Before I realized that right. she was a woman. What do you give uh, good What do you woman. give Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, 99 out of 100. All right. Uh, no human masterpiece has been created without great labor. Andre Gide. Uh Disagree. Wow. Because I've seen modern art. Whoa. So you think... Snap. So you think certain modern art has been created without labor? Yeah. Like uh, Jackson Pollock. That sounds like great labor to me. Throwing paint on a canvas? Yeah, that's not a gonna... lot of labor. It's great. Okay. Um, putting a couch in a white room and calling it art. That's not Jackson Pollock. Well, but... you got to have some labor to bring it in the room, the couch. Yeah, but it's not great labor. <laughs> if I hang a neon sign on the wall that's just mm. like art. That's yeah, but you got to make labor. the neon. Yeah, but... That's, that's great labor. Oh, my God. This is, this is a stupid quote. <laughs> Seven out of a hundred. You also consider modern art to be a masterpiece? No, but I mean, if it's selling, it says no human masterpiece has been created without great labor. Okay, name one human masterpiece. The Sistine Chapel. Okay, that was great labor. Yeah. So yeah, no, 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 no. We're not playing a logic game here. It's no logic. It's exactly what he said. No great masterpiece. No human masterpiece. Sorry. Okay, but then, but there are people who think that is there is there there people who think that modern art is a masterpiece, which is why it sells for millions of fucking dollars. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. What do you give it? What did I say? Seven. Out of 100? Okay. The fruit derived from labor is the sweetest of pleasures. Luc de Clapiers. Can you say that again? Luc de Clapiers. I like that. What? That was a good French accent. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I know like that. 91 out of 100 solely because of your pronunciation wow. of his name. And the last one, take rest. A field that has rested 
gives a bountiful crop. Ovid. So this one is saying, don't do work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last one's like, yeah, yeah. Rest up, you lazy. Your fuck. crop, your crops will crop up and be. The less you do, crops. the more you'll get. One hundred out of a hundred. <laughs> wow, that's that does sum you up pretty much. One hundred out of a hundred. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, if, if we're if we're dividing the labor for this podcast, at least. Hey. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, but also, yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, you like doing it. I'm not going to take uh, yeah. that away from me. But I, I like you to help sometimes. You never ask me. I literally do a lot. And I always do it. <laughs> but I don't want to have to ask you. You can we'll do something. Okay. Trouble in paradise. Uh, is it? Uh, no. You know hey, what? do you want a beer? Kind of. Okay, I'll keep vamping. No, you vamp, you vamp, you vamp, you vamp. I just offered. God damn it, he ran away. Blay, it's me, Vamp Boy. I'm back again. Um, I just wanted to say I haven't seen everyone in a while. Um, I missed you all. Um, Carol, there you are. Oh, look at that. Look at Jimmy. Wait a second. Carol and Jimmy, you're holding hands. Is this a new romance I'm seeing? <laughs> Come over here, you two. Let me give you a hug. <laughs> now you are both vamps. And uh, follow me back to my mansion. Um... You don't get a coffin to sleep in. You actually will get uh, one of the catacombs. There's no coffins inside the catacombs. They are just kind of like... uh, Get over here! (laughs) They are just kind of like uh, cement holes in wall. But uh, it should be good. What'd you get me? Oh, you got me new Glarus. uh, Wild sour. I thought it was the Oktoberfest I couldn't really see. Well, it was one of my special sours that I was saving. But uh, that's what I get for having (laughs) you go get it. (laughs) Sorry. I I thought it was the Oktoberfest. What were you saving it for? That's very good. I feel a little bad. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, All right. Well, our next review (laughs) is... uh, I just want to listen to that vamp on on repeat. You used to hate it. I I did. Well, I did until I listened to you go on for like 45 straight seconds. (laughs) And then just you created this world. You created this world that you just had to live in. Until I stood there and watched and you forced me back. We have our... Next review, oh. it is a movie from the year 1995 mm-hmm. called Nine Months. Oh, God. And that's exactly how long this movie was. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a movie from 1995. It was uh, written and directed by Chris Columbus, and it was based off the film Neuf Mois by Patrick Braude. You're killing the French today, man. I'm trying. Um, but it was a 1994 French film, so it was only a year old before they decided to remake it. It stars Hugh Grant, uh, Julianne Moore, Tom Arnold, um, Joan Cusack, Cusack, Jeff Goldblum, Robin Williams. That's about it. For That's the basically famous. the entire cast. Yeah. Um, for context, Chris Columbus also did Mrs. Doubtfire, I believe. He did. And Home Alone. Uh, yes. And, and Home Alone Harry Potter 1 and 2. Oh, did he? Um, the and two bad ones. The yeah, uh, yeah. I hate those f- fucking first two. Yep. Uh, and he did the movie Pixels. Um, is that the one with Adam Sandler? Yeah. It was a terrible movie. Um, he is a very weird, weird filmography. It's a weird resume. Yeah. Um, I think he's. Uh, what else has he directed? Let's check. Yeah, let's, let's IMDb. Pull this up. <laughs> Pixels. Percy Jackness, Jackson and the Olympians. The Lightning Thief. I love you, Beth Cooper. Rent. Bicentennial oh, really? Man, Stepmoms. Wait, which which is Bicentennial Man? Is Adventures in Babysitting. Williams? Who's Bicentennial Man? What do you mean? Who you that said? Was Robin Williams. It was Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, <laughs> wait, what is Bicentennial Man about? Uh, 
Say what? What is Bicentennial Man about? I remember. I think he's like a robot. Uh, oh, right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. But, <laughs> all right, let's dive on into this fucking movie. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I guess they gave us, ni- the Helens, our bosses, gave us mm-hmm. this movie because of labor. Yeah. Like, like going into labor. Uh-huh. That's really clever. Thank you. What are you saying? <sighs> you didn't do it. No, I was on behalf of oh, okay. uh, you. Right. Via what? the Helens. So we open Via me. on the Golden Gate Bridge, mm-hmm. a site that I was pretty relieved to see because you never really see it in movies. You don't see San Francisco in movies. Yeah, you don't see anymore. the Golden Gate Bridge. You don't see San Francisco. Those are very uh, un- underutilized, I think, well, in movies. When's the last time you saw it in a movie? Like in a recent movie? Are you? I, I was being sarcastic. They're, the fucking Golden Gate Bridge is in so many movies. No, I understand that. But I'm saying, to me, I, I think of 90s movies when I see it. Mrs. Doubtfire, The Rock. That's Room. It. What? Room. The Room. Room. Okay, but starring I've, Tommy Wiseau. I've never seen that. No, but I'm saying in a movie that's been made. I don't recently. know. I don't know off the top of my head, but well, it's well, all the well, fault, well, always well, the fucking well, movies. Well, well, yeah, I mean it's the, it's a symbol of San Francisco. They want you to. It's an establishing shot. They want you to know that they're in San Francisco. Yeah. What else? Thing to show you Alcatraz. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. And <laughs> I think they did shot. at one point. <laughs> opening shot should be Alcatraz. You heard it here first. Because marriage is a prison, everybody, and so are babies. Babies are a prison. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another quote I need. Of yours. <laughs> in a, in, whenever we find our dedicated wood carving fan, you're Babies just, are prisons. You're going to get Steve Fleischman 2018. <laughs> you're going you're to get them. I just can't wait till this. Just that, That's my dream for this podcast, that someday we get a fan who is an incredible wood, wood carver carve. and then just gives you all of the quotes that you've ever wanted from me. <laughs> you have you have a couple you wanted from me, too. Yeah, I can't remember what any of them are. But whatever, whatever they are, mm-hmm. I want this one. Per- I don't care if we have 10 fans, but if one of those that's is a wood right. carving person yeah. and we get a wood carving every week. Or for every one of those quotes, I'll yeah. be so happy. We do have about ten fans. That's, yeah, so that's how we stay cool in this room. We start off with sexual a, Hugh Grant and sexual Julianne Moore on a beach, mm-hmm. um, eating some cheese and shit. Yeah, cheese uh, and caviar and drinking and they, wine. And... The first moment of this movie really caught me off guard because they are like talking about something, but then they lock eyes with a child. And Who's they, Christopher Columbus's son in real life? Is it? I did a little IMDb oh, trivia, but they stare at it for. About 25 seconds without saying anything. Mm-hmm. A little too long to be staring at a child in a beach, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, especially if you're a cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying the two... Just no, I, I know. Think I about no camera there. It's Hugh Grant and Julian Moore just staring at a child for that long, and you're yeah. like, what? Yeah, a child who's by himself. <laughs> he was on a blanket by himself. Yeah, there were like no parents. They didn't. No. They never cut to his parents. Just no. like, like, how'd you get here, kid? They big, swam to El- Alcatraz. Yeah, <laughs> I, I escaped. <laughs> This is my model. This is my sand model of Alcatraz. I'm going to show you how I got out. It's a badass kid. Oh, he, yeah. That's why he, he, they stared him for 25 seconds. We need to see if they could take him in a fight. Right. Um, and they did. That's the rest of the movie. It's Julianne Moore and Hugh Grant fighting a, a four-year-old redheaded kid. Um, and then... Spoiler alert. They right. all died. So then Hugh Grant... Oh, my God. Hugh Grant is like peak Hugh Grant in this movie. Yes. He's... Um, he's I, I, Oh my god! I'm so sorry. Um. Uh, oh yes. Uh, my name is Q Grant. And uh, oh, oh um, yes. Well. Uh, oh, 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 oh. It's like that for fucking yeah, hour almost two hours minutes. minute. Yeah. Two hours minutes. Two hours minutes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's yeah. Because yeah, we in the United States we use stupid measurements. We use feet, inches, and two hours minutes. <laughs> did you see the other trivia? I looked up trivia. So oh, Hugh god, Grant's which, arrest. I, yes, I did see it all. Hugh Grant's arrest in L.A. Um, for cocaine, I think it was. Yeah. Yes, was two days before the release of this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it not only boosted the box office take, but also catapulted Jay Leno's ratings. There's also above David a bit of trivia that says something like, 
this was Christopher Christopher Columbus made this movie to portray what it's like to like experience fatherhood or something like that, mm. which makes me think that Hugh Grant is uh, Christopher Columbus is not a good dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this movie is so. There's so much. How do I explain it? There's so much movie shit. Yeah, it's it's movie it's logic. Tropeville. Yeah, it's like Trope Town. It's USA, just like you could like everything in this movie could not happen if one person stopped and did one thing and it was like sorry or let's stop doing this or hey how about this yeah and you a know? lot of a fair amount of scenes that really just didn't need to exist yeah so um, let's we'll start with the first one yep he's on a beach and he's talking to julianne moore and julianne moore's like oh my god watch out oh no, and, no, no 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 they say we should get married and then hugh, okay. hugh grant's like because they've been dating for five years they're mm-hmm. celebrating their five-year anniversary and hugh grant stands up he's like but we have the perfect life i have a success <laughs> oh, we have the, we, the perfect life i'm so successful and australia now i mean sorry jerry the reason for him standing is not super important Right, but no, yes, it is. Well, no, you're right. I'm sorry. They the fact mentioned that he it 12 is standing, other times in the movies. And, and we then were... you see a kite behind him. I thought the little kid was flying the kite, to be honest. Sure. Uh, but then the kite bops Hugh Grant in the head. Well, not bops. They treat it like it's a fucking freight train. Which is why I say that it bopped him in the head, but they did treat it yes. like it was a freight train. Yes. It was, and, a, it was a kite, and it like tapped his head, and it yeah. treated like he got hit with a bowling ball and got knocked out on the ground. Yeah. And then he just kind of like fell over. And like, yeah, that, that may catch you off guard and knock you he over. He didn't fall over. He was knocked out. He was like knocked out. Was he? Yes, because that's why Tom Arnold, who was flying the kite, uh-huh. ran over and started giving him mouth to mouth. Yeah, but he was awake for the mouth to mouth. No, he woke up halfway through the mouth to mouth, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. You, well, you, you had some other confusion points in this movie that we cleared <laughs> up on the spot. So, we'll, we'll, okay. Either way, Tom Arnold quite intrusively comes over and starts, he's like, I know CPR. And he like doesn't do CPR. He like sweeps the mouth and Hugh Grant's like, I'm, oh, I'm awake. And then they like... In very '90s CPR comedy, mm-hmm. which I think is a genre, they uh, they they kiss because Tom Arnold just gets right up in and his Tom face. Tom Arnold says, "I thought you were trying to French kiss me." Yeah, and but it's like you you did that. You dude. you you were the one who put your mouth. Oh, okay. And Tom Arnold is probably the most invasive, intrusive human being <laughs> I've ever met. Like I felt I felt violated watching. And his fucking children. So his children, terrible. Like within maybe five seconds, all run up and like start eating everything out of his his picnic Hugh basket. Picnic basket. And then they're like, "This is gross!" And they spit it back in there. And Hugh Grant's they're like, "Terrible hey, kids. Hey, that's sixty four dollars an ounce, and they're eating some sort of it's like caviar. I yeah, think? it's like beluga caviar. And <laughs> and they're just all eating even tom arnold takes a scoop of this caviar and like takes it with well, him because he, he goes oh let me write you a check and then right. he's, he's like, like no no, no that's okay, okay. and like, then okay. he just takes out his free pass to like take the whole thing with right. him right but they they're just inc- you're right they're incredibly intrusive it's like the worst I, I feel like that bit had to be improvised they're like all right kids just misbehave right but again no no humans act like that that would never happen and if they would the the right answer is just hey can you guys stop yeah like hey that's our picnic why would right. you your children are like one one of two things <laughs> one of two things would happen one the kids might have been that actually that terrible but that also means the parents were probably that terrible which means that they probably never would have been friends because spoiler they become really good friends throughout the movie or two the parents would have been like what the fuck are you guys doing yeah. i am so sorry like we're getting our kids out of here this is unacceptable no 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 i am writing you this check yeah. like Ugh, God. And so, and then uh, you find out Hugh Grant is a child psychologist, right? Mm-hmm. They have a quick scene of a kid just going like, "My dad's an asshole." Could you elaborate? My dad's a huge asshole. Yeah, that's the whole scene. Yeah, I wasn't trying to do a Hugh Grant impression. Just... <laughs> I want to hear the. Could you elaborate? Yeah, yeah. I'm not good at Brits. Brits. Not good at Brits. 
Um, yes. Uh, uh, could, you, uh, could you elaborate maybe a little bit? Yeah, that's basically Hugh Grant for the movie. <laughs> uh, Hugh Grant, by the way, gets great parking. Throughout the movie. entire think, movie. Yeah, wherever he needs to be, there is an open parking spot out front, and he parks his Porsche <laughs> there's Cayenne no other there. Park, the parking spot. There's no other cars yeah, there. Yeah, it's like, oh, man. Oh, God, where, where am I going to park? The only thing the only thing open is right up front. Well, I guess I'll <laughs> go, we go there. And so then they drive out to the country, him and Julianne And to Moore. his credit, they're not handicapped spots, so he's not even being a dick. <laughs> Thank you for that clarification. Okay, I got to stick up for, for, for the for the G-Man a little bit here. H- Hugh Grant? Yeah, the G-Man. Do you, do you stick up for what he did uh, right before this movie was released? Uh, drugs? Yeah. What did he do? Um, what was he? What was he? I vaguely remember. For? I, I I can see the mugshot in my head. Wasn't it about like a, a prostitute? It might have been a prostitute, and possibly. Yes, it was the sex worker thing. What did it? He was, was it? arrested with a sex worker, Divine Brown. Nice. Um, Good name. <laughs> yeah, it was. He was just with a prostitute, I think, and he was arrested for that. Hmm. He was with Divine Brown. Probably because he knew this movie was coming out, and he didn't want to be not in jail for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did they send him to Alcatraz? That would be so great. Oh, probably not. It was close. Um, so then he, she's counting her period days in the car while they're driving out to the country. Is that what she was doing? I think she went, yeah, because she's she like, like 30, 32, 36, yeah. I thought she was counting all the questions he asked <laughs> Oh, at first. <laughs> but that makes way more sense because the math didn't add up yes. by, by my logic. And then, uh, so she says, I'm pregnant. Yep. And, and then he, he does a very... Um, anybody driving a car finding out crazy news in a comedy thing and which, looks at her which is to say but then he like he drives off the road and then just continues to drive well, through all this shit well, yeah yeah i'll say this usually in the comedies it's like you're veering into the other side there's a truck coming ah, and then you know yeah. you veer back in and you continue the conversation they took this one to 12 <laughs> not even 11 to 12 he drove through a lot of stuff fucked up his car right like could have killed them both Yes, and just continued to drive through uh, like a ton of shit, breaking shit, and mm-hmm. like again, just hit the brake. Why are you hitting? Why are you going forward? Just hit the brakes. Yeah. Stop. Stop yeah. the car. No yeah. human in the world would ever do this. Yeah, no human in the world would ever. Well, I shouldn't say that because I guess it happens, but nobody would like look over for that long. And also, like this is a very empty straight road. You you, you knew that <laughs> truck was coming. Yeah. <sighs> well, the the whole looking over for like over like. 10 seconds at a time is definitely a movie trope it's a movie trope that happens a lot in yeah, this movie it happens at least oh, three at the, times at the end it happens like 40 times yes which so we'll get to uh, yes yeah, so then they go, they show up and they meet jeffy golds jeffy goldblum who i think is the best part of the movie <laughs> uh i don't i disagree with you you're you're gonna disagree with yourself soon why because there's a character that you loved way more than jeff goldblum uh no we'll, we'll get to that okay <laughs> No, Jeff, no, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, uh, Chris said something, and I think this uh, Chris. is true. Uh, Chris, Samuel. He said, um, Jeff Goldblum, oh my God, he looks exactly the same. He does. And he does. 95. He looks, it's 95, so this is like what, two years after Jurassic Park, one mm. year, I think. No, one year before um, Independence Day. He aged like a finely tanned wine. Yeah, he looks, he just looks like fucking Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. He's and, never going to... Uh, they showed baby pictures at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still looked like Jeff Goldblum. He had yeah, like the this funny big thing, pompadour. I, I, I didn't guess who he was, but they were like, Jeff Goldblum was like, oh, of course the most suave, handsome little mm-hmm. boy is Jeffy G. He's so fucking weird. I love him. Yeah, so, he's great. And he's he's peak Jeff Goldblum right. in this movie, too. Not much happens like... Like he's Malcolm. What's his Malcolm from... Uh, Jurassic uh, Park? Yeah, he's like, he's Dr. Malcolm, whatever. And Ian Malcolm. Ian Malcolm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Independence Day guy. Right. If they were combined into one person and were an artist. 
That's that's Jeff Goldblum in this movie. Uh, what a hunk. Oh, big time. A hunk of man. We get a little shirtless, uh, well, like unbuttoned shirt. Yeah, because he's, uh, he's like an artist. Yeah. And he's living with this young blonde girl because his wife left him. Whom, uh, a little Chris Columbus movie trivia here, uh, in Mrs. Doubtfire, when uh, she's at the pool with Pierce Brosnan and the family, mm-hmm. she being uh, Robin Williams, he gets distracted <laughs> by the beautiful blonde on the, on the diving board mm-hmm. uh, or just walking around the beach. Same girl. Uh, rock, walking around the beach. A beach. I meant the pool. In the ba- one of those, in a one of those, suit. one of those pools. ocean diving boards. Yes, yeah. <laughs> this is a giant ladder uh, to the to the moon. <laughs> yep. Because someone shot for the stars and missed, but gosh dang it, they built a diving board at the moon. Mom, can I go to the ocean diving board? Absolutely, son. Thanks, ta- mom. Take take these seven meals with you because it's a it's a long ladder climb. Okay. Can I have your camel back? My. The back of the ca- this back that I cut off of a camel, well, or the backpack with the with the liquid pouch. I was referring it. to the liquid pouch backpack, but if you have a sliced off camel back, I would also gladly take that. For Honey, you know I have both. <laughs> Thanks, mom. You're welcome. Here I go. Oh, don't slip on the blood that's Bye, dripping mom. out. I did. That's freshly cut it. Goodbye, Terrence. Bye. See, have a safe trip. I love you so much. I never wish I never had you. What? Wait, what? You? What did you say? How'd you get down here so fast? I jumped. Oh, what was that last thing you said? I said I love you. Okay, it sounded like you said I love you like to... like uh like Chester Cheeto loves Cheetos. Wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Because we'll Chester up the really loves yeah, Cheetos. Yeah, yeah. Go back up the ladder. All right. I believe you. I'm not going to ask any more follow up. Okay. Questions. Well, I hope I hope you don't make it down. I hope you die on the way and your next snaps. Okay. Jump. So it sounds like you're saying something else. Well, uh, uh-huh. How did you get down here so fast? Again, like jump. Oh, you were such the a... same same mode of transportation <laughs> as last. What the weirdest thing is that you, I don't see you doing it. You just show up next to me. Well, you're a fast jumper. That's because your eye patch is mostly faced on both of my me. eyes. <laughs> yes. You need to lift it up. Mom, oh. stop laughing at your own oh. injury. It's not funny. <laughs> well, hey, this this camel didn't cut its own back off. <laughs> Uh, our favorite accent. <laughs> Steve, do an accent. Okay. <laughs> Here it is. Steve, How do you like Steve it? do an Australian guy. Okay. British, Steve, do Hugh I'm Grant. Hugh Grant. Okay. Yeah. I'm Hugh Grant. I got teeth. <laughs> You're so loud. Yeah, sorry. Everybody. You're like screaming into your microphone. Sorry, it's just this character. <laughs> Um, he shrugs his shoulders a lot of yeah and then so, so he's talking to Jeff Goldblum and it's like this is the we- this is where the weird plot starts because Jeff's he's like Hugh Grant's like um so would would uh, would, would would anyone ever do you, would you think that your wife would ever uh, f- uh, fake being pregnant uh, or, or 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 keep a pregnancy from you oh yeah I forgot about this like weird little and so like, he starts like fifteen dist- minutes because he, he thinks that her. yeah he thinks that Julian Moore like went behind his back and like. You know, like, didn't take her birth control to get pregnant you know, like, on purpose. Like, poked a hole in a cunt or some shit like some that. Some bullshit. Like, yeah. fuck you, dude. Yeah. That's a great way to make your main character likable off the bat. God, I hated him so much throughout this movie. Yeah, he sucks. Um, so then he has a dream about praying mantises, right. biting off the head. Um, She's so, like, they eat the dead. But right. I'm pretty sure, I don't know if that's true. I think the, the what I've always understood, and I don't And you are a praying mantis expert. Yes, they they um uh, uh, they call me the praying masterness. This is, that's not good. who's they because they must not be very creative. Um, a, a picture of me that talks to me. It's a lot of me in an audience. <laughs> oh, so so that's why all of the pictures of yourself has a hole cut through its mouth, so mm-hmm. you can put your hand through and yeah. talk. So I can go, hey, hey, it's me, the praying Steve. You're definitely the praying masterness. You should use that on air. Like, right. Oh, so you discuss bits right. with your own? With yeah, your own. that's good, man. That's really good. Wow. You know what? 
That guy needs a voice. All right, so uh, boy, here it is. <laughs> um, yeah. So he, then he fucking. So then they're in the bed, and and he is, dreams in nature documentaries. Yeah, apparently. it's very nice. He dreams in stock footage, which yeah, is nice God. to you know Jesus. not have to pay anything. But then yeah. uh, they sit in the bed, and there's this w- bit that goes on for way too long, um, which is like, uh, oh, oh. Julianne Moore. Oh my God! Uh, um, you're, you're so you're you're they're like you're touching you're touching my knee, and it feels yeah. so good. And she and doesn't deny it. At it's first. basically how it goes. He goes, "You're touching my knee, and it feels so good." And she's like, "Oh, yeah." And he's like, "Oh, yes, yes. Oh, but but Hugh. Oh, what 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 is it? Well, about your knee. Yes, yes. What about it? I'm, I'm, not. What? What? Not what? Touching your knee. Wait, what? I'm not touching your knee. Oh, wait." And then he slowly pulls off the it's like that's how long it goes. No, on that's for. right. That's that's absolutely right. And then he pulls off the covers, and it's a child. Yep, there is a child. I thought it was going to be a dog. Underneath, to be so fair. so so for that whole scene, that child was sexually arousing Hugh Grant. Yep. Okay, just just that is a literal fact uh-huh. in this movie. Yes, that is a thing that happened that was written into the script and got <laughs> into the movie okay. past the Motion Picture Association of America. Okay, what was this rated? Well, they said I'm, fuck a few times, so I'm they guessing said R. pussy a lot. Yes, but they're referring to cats when they say pussy. You still said it a um, ton. It is In fact, rated... there's a line by Robin Williams, not to get too oh, wow, far ahead. it's rated PG-13. He said, you have a small pussy to Julianne Moore. Mm-hmm. And yes. they're like, no, you have a you PG-13, have a by the way. Oh, and they God. do say fuck multiple times, so I didn't know that was possible. I thought you only allowed one fuck. Well, British, it's done by a British guy, so it's like kind of like fine. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think they let it slide just because he's British. I do. You do. 100%. Wow. Why wouldn't they? I mean, oh, that's why uh, that's why um, slip and slides are so popular, and mm-hmm. and 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 that's why um, on PBS on Saturdays at ten a.m. they have the Great British Fuck Off, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah. I did. I, they they let a lot of shit fly on PBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I'm glad we agree. Pube broad casting system, pussy <laughs> pube, pussy broad. I thought you say pube Grant. Pube Grant, that's pretty good too. Um, he was a giant pube in this movie. Oh God, um, if only. Yeah, so then um, uh, he's turned on by the child, and then they have dinner, and oh, wait, Tom Arnold's there for some reason with his whole family. Yeah, because it turns out Tom Arnold's wife is sisters with Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Is Jeff Goldblum's sister, I should say. Yeah, very weird and was like very they, sloppily They briefly explained. acknowledged it at yeah. the... Well, they said, oh, you're... I know... Hey, you're the child doctor. You're Samuel, I think his name was. Uh, right, you're, but why wouldn't Hugh Grant know that... that that was them, since he's such good friends with Jeff Goldblum. How he, he knew it was them. Did he? Wait, wait. Are you talking about at the beach or in the house? The beach. How does Hugh Grant not know that's that's because I think Jeff Goldblum's sister. To his credit, I think he met him at one of Jeff Gold met them at one of Jeff Goldblum's parties. Mm-hmm. And as we see from some of Jeff Goldblum's parties, a lot of random people show up. So mm-hmm. I could, I'll give them like maybe not remembering. Mm, all right. But at the same time, if he's that good friends with Jeff Goldblum, I would he might remember his sister. Yeah. Whatever. Um. It's okay. Really so then. <laughs> They have a debate about children at dinner, and it's just kind of boring. It's like, oh, you stopped having a cultural significance when you had a child. And he's like, well, Jeff Goldblum saying that to Tom Arnold. Yeah, and Tom Arnold's like, well, you are just a boring man who will die alone. It's just like shit like it's that. It's like the most awkward. And like, there were probably four, five, maybe six other people mm-hmm. there that didn't have any lines in the movie. They were just there to be Jeff Goldblum's dinner guests. Right. Never acknowledged. Yes. Other than, and the, the only point of them being there was to make that like awful conversation just 10 times more awkward. Yes. And it was just Hugh, uh, Tom Arnold calling Hugh Grant rude. And, and, <laughs> oh yeah, it's this, this whole thing started because Tom Arnold's daughter, 
is reading a book, like one of those like romance Harlequin novels. Ro- no, romance, yeah. And turns to Hugh Grant and says, I love you. And he's like, oh, I think you're very nice. And by the way, for being a child, like psychologist or whatever, he sucks with he kids. He sure does. He, I don't know how he got this degree. But <laughs> he's just like, oh, okay. And he, he plays it off fine. And then like the little girl ends up being like, I don't know, going into this whole like imaginary world and then she slaps Hugh Grant. And mm-hmm. then he like kind of loses it a little bit, understandably. And that sparks this little tiff between him and Tom Arnold That's and the four weird. or five other people that just don't fucking say anything. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so he really doesn't want a kid. So he talks to Julianne Moore and it's one of those like, um, I'm going to say something. No, I'm going to say something. No, you go first. No, you go first. And then of course the one person says something that contradicts what the other person was about to okay. say. So then they end up saying a lie. So Hugh Grant, as most heroes in most movies, uh, lies about wanting an abortion. Um, and Did he, I, I like he's, he said he, d- he was about to tell her he doesn't want the kid. And she's like, mm. I want the kid. And he's like, yes, uh, yes, well, so do I. Yes, okay. Yes. Yeah. It's like, wow, holy fucking shit. That's what a shitty, shitty, awful thing for a main character to do. Mm-hmm. But also, the entire plot of the movie could be fixed if Hugh Grant was just like, I just feel uncomfortable. I don't know if I want a kid right now. Like what? Like, Oh my God, this whole thing is so fucking stupid. And flash forward, not too much farther. Uh, Julianne Moore eventually ends up leaving him, leaving Hugh Grant. Spoilies. Yeah. Such hard spoilies. Right. But like, she only mentions at one point that she might leave him. And as much as he kind of sucked, like I never thought he sucked bad enough that she would leave him. Like he wasn't a bad person. He just like needed to like, kind of like just kind of deal with it a little bit. This fucking movie. I don't know. Anyway. So then they go. He has another dream about a mantis, although this time it's like an actual giant. like a giant puppet. Yeah. Like an animatronic guy (laughs) costume. We were both like kind of doing something else at that point, and then we both snapped back to attention of like, what the fuck? I was on Chris's laptop taking care of something. (laughs) Taking care of business. Taking care of business every day. Uh, And then Chris was frying chicken nugs. Chicken nuggers. Just leave it there. Don't give any more context than that. Oh. Okay, that's fair. We haven't eaten. But we, but then we both just kind of like happened to look up at the TV at the exact same time that this like giant praying mantis was there. And we were just like, uh, uh, okay. okay. Right. Oh, I, I do want to say something important. Uh, this movie's, this, what? no, it wasn't nothing about you and never will be. You're going to have to work a little harder than the game, my love. So the poster for this movie, I think almost everyone has seen. Yeah. It's a weird, creepy poster of Hugh Grant just smiling and looking directly into the camera. And he's and then, taking up, I'd say, 80, 75 to 80% of the poster. And then in the upper right-hand corner, maybe 20% of the poster, is Julianne Moore, and she's whispering something into his ear. But Hugh Grant looks supremely unaffected by whatever she's saying, and he's just, it's like a headshot. Yeah, it's, I, I, I don't think I've, I, I don't think I've ever seen a movie poster that depicts what a movie is about Less, less than this agreed like I, I i almost maybe between this week and next week just want to look at a bunch of random movie posters and see if anything <laughs> if there's anything worse worse than this yeah it's pretty bad like this um, doesn't even have jeff i didn't even know jeff goldblum was in this movie <laughs> so we get to we get to bob williams now his name's robin williams you've tried this before in what? the past called him bob Nobody i've never bob. done that before yes, but ever did. especially not in the hot sauce episode is that what it was yep why? <laughs> why what? Why did why did that come up? Because we were talking about who would you bring back to life? Oh, Robin Williams to have a dinner with. And yeah. I said Bob Williams. Uh, we recently life. just had the fourth anniversary of his death. Wow, August eleventh anniversary. Yeah, four years. I think isn't anniversary kind of a weird term for it? What would you say? Four uh, years ago today. And, yeah, I don't know. Well, I feel like anniversary is a positive thing. No, maybe not. No, it's just, uh, it's a it's a right. t- it's a Fair time. Enough. 
word. We have Steve's first laugh of the movie here. Uh-huh. Um, I don't really remember what it was. Rob Williams is a Russian doctor. Yeah, um, so you know he's just going to be a character the entire right. time. Um, but he, uh, they, they say something like, he, she mentions her period, and then he goes, end of sentence. Yeah. And then yeah. you're, and then you went, Heh! yes. Yeah. So, okay. So, Robin Williams in this movie is, um, he's a Russian doctor um, who's new to the United States and apparently new to treating humans. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he used to treat monkeys. monkeys and, what was it, squirrels or rats? Monkeys and rats mm-hmm. is what he used to, uh, I don't know, I guess, deliver babies for. He doesn't know any medical terms. Uh, at one point, he calls an epidural a pedicure. Yes. Um, it's it's really, it's it's not his best work. No. I mean, I think he's hilarious. Clearly. It's it, it, it just like, literally, they were just like, all right, this movie sucks. Let's put Robin Williams in it. Oh, yeah. That, and he's worked with Chris Columbus recently, yeah. so he's like, sure, I'll do something else. That's, that's, and he was filming Jumanji at the same time. Oh, cool. trivia. Um, but there, there is literally no reason for Robin Williams to be in this movie. Where, where did his beard go if he was filming Jumanji? That wasn't a real beard. What? Yep. What? Time to have the tough talk, kid. My entire life is shattering in front of my uh, eyes. I know. You're, 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 um, you shatter, might regret shatter, that. Shatter, uh, shatter, 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 shatter. You might regret that Jumanji uh, Robin Williams large beard tattoo that you got on your, your uh, entire forearm. I might inside. as well be a character in the Transformers universe because I'm Shatterstar right now. Is that, what is that? Look it up on Google.com. Uh, no, don't do it. <laughs> I see. Oh, there it is. That's, that's what I was looking for. Um, and then, so you have your second laugh almost immediately after this. Where uh, Tom Arnold is and John Cusack catch Hugh Grant and Julianne Moore in the <laughs> hospital, and they're like, "Oh, what are you guys doing here? This is the maternity floor." And they're like, "We're not here for maternity." He's like, "What? What? What are you here to see?" And he's like, uh, "Oh, we're here to see. Uh, what was the guy's name?" There's like Doctor um, Doctor something, something. <laughs> and that's when Steve went. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. And, and that's Julianne Moore. That was even Robin Williams. That was Julianne Moore. I think it was a Doctor something, right? Yeah. Um, here's what I don't understand. The last interaction uh, these people had was supremely awkward and negative. It was a giant fight at a table. Yeah. And they're like, oh, hey, what's up, friends? Like, yeah, they're friends now. They keep, this screenplay keeps shoving them into the same room together, pretending like they're going to be friends for some reason. It's like, uh-huh. no, that yeah. would not happen. It's like, here are these people that have never met before, but over the next nine months, boy, are they oh, going to meet boy. a ton. Uh, yeah, so the movie does. And how do you know Tom Arnold's Arnold. in this movie? Look at the poster. Just kidding. <laughs> womp, womp. Although, yeah. would you really want to put Tom Arnold on your poster? I like Tom Arnold. What is this carpool? Give me a break. He's so good in True Lies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, and almost nothing else. Whatever. Carpool. True Lies is great. Which one's carpool? Check it out. Google.com. Okay. Not right now, though. Okay. Just add your to your brain Google list. <laughs> brain Google. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. So then he fucking has car problems. What the? F- I wrote down car problems. What does that mean? <laughs> car problems. Oh, because they they had a fight. They're like, uh. Oh, because Tom Arnold was like, oh, you got to get rid of that Porsche because oh, right. uh, yeah, you have yeah, a family yeah, now. Yeah, it's not yeah. safe. And like Hugh Grant's like so self centered that he's like, I can't get rid of this. Like and it's my dream car. That's the. That's what. And then the next scene, they're with Tom Arnold and um Joan Cusack at a toy store. Can I? I just need to say something real quick. No. So, Hugh Grant owns a sweet Porsche. Cool. He's got a good job. He's a successful practice. He's brought this up. He owns a condo overlooking the Golden Gate Bridge on the mm-hmm. San Francisco Bay. I think and it's has a San Porsche. Francisco Bay. Yeah. Do you really think he can't afford, like, a fucking second car? Right. Like, just get a second car. <laughs> That's, like, a main plot point, too. Oh, God. Yeah. It's part of why he 
he gets left. So then they're fucking hanging out with these people that they just like had to lie to. It, God damn it! Yeah, it's like they they every scene is they either hate each other, mm-hmm. it's they or they hate each other slash it's awkward or they're best friends. Yeah. Like and, now, and there's no transition. It's just like, oh, yeah, well, keep. And now comes the scene where I think Chris Columbus probably assumed would, like, rocket this movie to fame. And I'm sure it did. I'm sure it killed in 1995. Right. So they're at a toy store, and there's this uh, dinosaur dressed up, and his name's Arnie. Yep. And it's clearly a ripoff of Barney. Whoa, what? I blew your mind, didn't I? Whoa. But this was a green dinosaur. <laughs> and they, and then, like, Tom Arnold, like, the dinosaur, like, sidles up to D- Tom Arnold and is like, hey, you should buy my things. Yeah. And he's and like, it's no. So, well, it starts with all him, like, talking to the kids and like, thanks, Arnie. Like, sure. it's just, like, really warming up to the guy because yeah. he's so kid friendly. But then he starts to push Tom Arnold into trying to buy things and Tom Arnold resists and then it. But he politely, respectfully. Yeah. Like, but then he yeah, keeps no, pushing thanks, and pushing and then, um, this line actually did make me laugh um the mouth on the dinosaur is moving but uh i think tom Reynolds says something along the lines of well i don't even like your show and then it's a long pause and he goes oh <laughs> i think genuinely affected yeah and then tom arnold walks away and then he says like well have a good day you piece of shit yeah and then tom Arnold's like what and he comes back, and then this happens like three more times. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh fuck you, you fucking pussy!" Like, yeah. he gets aggressive. Yes, and then in they, a store, and then in they front all, of children, and then they start beating up the the guy. They the being costume. Tom Arnold and Hugh Grant. Grant yes, they, they start, and all these kids are like shocked, and uh, Julianne Moore and Joan Cusack are just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're fighting!" How no one's and no one's trying to stop them. Yeah, and Hugh then, Grant takes a baseball bat to the yeah. guy's head. It's and a then, toy bat, but it's still a bat. And then they get up and walk away. No yeah, consequences. Nothing happened. No security. <laughs> nope. No uh, uh, cops, no uh, nope. nothing. That's it. And so. And um, that's the last time we ever see Arnie. Yep. Uh, Literally. You know, Chris Columbus, like, this is going to be fucking gold. Fucking Everyone kill. will love it. And you know what? I bet it did. I honestly I bet it did. I think it did because. In 95. I, have you ever heard this shit? Everyone's heard of Mrs. Doubtfire. Everyone's heard of the good bits in Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm not saying that the movie killed. I'm saying that scene in, in 1995 probably killed. Mrs. Doubtfire. Disagree. Still a little bit about, it's a little creepy, but timeless. Uh, Arnie Barney. Nobody fucking cares about Barney the Dinosaur anymore. Ask mean. a kid what Barney the Dinosaur is. They're not going to know. They're not going to know Barney the <laughs> Are you okay, Steve? No. Oh, no. Okay. He drank too much beer. I had one, drank almost one, whole I beer. one third of a... <laughs> Um, no, and just, then we get horny runs after this. We get what? Horny runs. Oh, okay, yeah. She's like, hey, I know we haven't banged in two months, but tonight we should bang. And then he's like, oh my god, oh well, um, check please, uh, never mind, we don't need to check. Okay, let's get up and go. And, oh, oh, forget your breakfast, breakfast, okay, okay. Yeah, no, but um, he actually said, check please. Yes, he did. Yeah, uh, check please. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, it's me, it. Hugh Grant, check please. <laughs> It's good. It sounds like I'm... Thanks. Hey, it's me, Julianne Moore. I didn't get to eat my breakfast. Hey, it's me, Hugh Grant again. Check, please. Uh, and then they they <laughs> go into a hotel, and he's like... Oh, yeah, they, like, booked a room to bed. It's like, it's like a sequence of the most fucking cliche, like, sex bullshit. Yeah, he, like, screeches the brakes of his Porsche into, like, you know, doesn't even really and then, park like, the car. like, pulls her in, and she gets ready in the bathroom, and then he's trying to get off his clothes, and he falls down over his clothes. Because pants are hard. And then he gets under the covers, and then she comes out, and Let's Get It On starts playing. Yeah. Wow, Yes, and it's, like, a slow zoom up. Quow, this is right now, quow. like, like sex scene, comedy say. sex scene 101. Mm-hmm. And then it 
there is a literal record scratch as the baby kicks in her stomach. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even notice. Oh that. yeah, I believe it. I just didn't notice it. <laughs> and then the, she's the, like, "Oh my god, he's kicking!" And it just kills the entire movie. All the sexual times are gone. Yep. And forever. in this particular situation, there's no child under the covers to get Hugh Grant's boner back. No, but but we do get some sweet shots of his tiny nips. Oh yeah. Also, oh my god, this was <laughs> oh yeah so, so fucking stupid. So <sighs> okay, okay, what's happening? So. They're trying to. Tiny nipples. They start banging, or they start trying to bang. And Julianne Moore's like, "What if the baby can see oh, yeah, your this penis?" Whole fucking shit. Like, what the? F- how stupid are you? Like, look, you. I don't think the baby has eyes at yeah, that. Julianne point. Moore is a very, very I don't poorly know. written female character. So yeah, I, 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 I don't know if a baby has eyes at two months. If he does, I don't think they're open. But also, he's not gonna see a. It's in a. It's in a pouch. Well. Chris Columbus, the baby's in a fucking Chris pouch. Columbus and a French dude wrote this, so I can't imagine that Julianne Moore is going to. And this is an entire movie about a pregnancy that doesn't center on the female. It's all about Hugh Grant and his reaction and how the baby affects him and nobody else. And it's fucking ridiculous. Right. And honestly, honestly, like I said, he, he wasn't, he didn't have the best reaction, but not enough to be left anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So then what, what happens next? He gets pent up about tennis. Oh, yeah, so he hasn't had sex in a while. Right, and he's playing tennis with Jeff, with Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. He's peak Jeff Goldblum in this scene, too. Oh, that's great. Uh, but, yeah, that so guy. Hugh Grant's, like, hitting the ball extra hard because he's frustrated, and then he, like, hits it out, and then Jeff Goldblum's like, oh, that's my game, like, as in he won. That's and then game. Hugh Grant freaks the fuck out, and he's like, shit, fuck, motherfucking shit. Yeah. Hey, it's me, Hugh Grant. I'm so angry. Yeah, fuck balls. Sounds like him. Yeah, that's exactly, that, that was a direct quote. And um, we get a Sex in the City a cameo. Oh yeah, from Char- Charlotte. Is that a Charlotte? The dark yeah. brown hair one. Yeah. What's her? What's a what's Kristen something? Kristen. Woods. You said Davis. Kristen Davis. Is that it? Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah. But then the Jeff Goldblum has like the talk. He's like, "Hey, you know, I wish I could have my ex-wife back. Like, she's the best thing in the world for you." Blah blah blah. And Hugh Grant's like, "Oh shit, her second ultrasound was today. I didn't get like I forgot." So he like you know gets in his Porsche and speeds over and yep. just misses her. And this is your favorite scene. Is it? Yes. When he meets the doctor. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, so I I hate to bring this up in an otherwise flawless movie. Yes. There's a small plot hole. Okay. Uh, and it's not revealed that it's a plot hole until later. So he meets their doctor, a woman named Dr. Thatcher, African-American woman. Mm-hmm. And I know that her name is Dr. Thatcher because it's on her door. She kind of has the, um, you talk with him, it's like you got to be a supportive dad. Later on in the movie, when when Julianne Moore starts having the baby, sorry for spoiling that. Spoilies. They're like, where's Dr. Green? Why can't we get a hold of our male doctor, Dr. Green? What happened to Dr. Thatcher? Maybe she's, maybe she's just the pre-pregnancy, the pregnancy doctor. That's the same doctor, Christopher. Yeah, I know. Paul. (laughs) Oh yeah. So yeah. So, okay, here we go. So So Hugh Grant, you were, you were so up in arms about this, but you're missing the best part. I'm about to, oh, I'm going to bring it up. Okay, good. So Hugh Grant's about to leave and the doctor, Dr. Thatcher, Mm-hmm. My hero was about to be like, "Hey, do you do you want to know the baby's sex?" She's like, "Oh, he's like, oh, like if it's a boy or a girl." And she was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, that's what that means." Um, he's like, "Yeah." Well, does you know uh, does Julianne Moore know? Like, yeah. Okay. Well, then tell me. It's a boy. <gasps> oh, so it's a boy. So he. Oh, sorry. Oh, so hey, it's me, Hugh Grant. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do that. It's me, Hugh Grant. And this is me doing a stupid accent, but this is a line from the movie. Hey, it's. Uh, Wait, so he's and he puts he puts his finger up like a penis. He goes, "Oh, so he's got a he he's, everything looks he, he's you know, he's got a and the doctor's like penis. Yes, and he's like, "And it's like a good size and everything." 
And she's like, it's normal. <laughs> you're like, why are you so concerned about your baby's dick, you fucking weirdo? Yeah, there, it was a, a <sighs> incredibly long scene regarding the baby's dick. Yes, they, they focused on it a lot. A lot. It was very uncomfortable. <sighs> I don't know why it's fun. they thought it would be funny. But I, it was just really weird. And then he, and then for some reason, him being fifteen minutes late for this ultrasound appointment uh, is what causes Julianne Moore to leave Hugh Grant. This was glanced over, but an incredibly important plot, plot point. Apparently, he had missed a couple of appointments. Oh, okay, and this was like the last straw. Got it. But also, pot like, point, as you said. What? Also, you said pot point. Pot point. You said pot point instead of plot point. Did I? Yeah, you went pot plot point. Oh well, whatever. But think about. It. It might be a pot point too, man. Uh, that's that's how you rehash brown, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I rehash brown that joke. <laughs> hey, it's me, Joe Pesci. That's your same accent again. <laughs> but that was that actually made um, sense. Yeah. So then he tries to get her back, and he's met with Tom Arnold because she moves in with Gail for some reason. Because they became friends. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to live with my parents and all of my single ladies friends. So I'm don't gonna wanna... live with this person that I met three times, and we mm-hmm. hated each other two out of the three times. Yeah. But now we became good friends, and she knows what it's like to have a baby. Don't think we mentioned this. Joan Cusack, who is Gail, uh, also pregnant. Yes. So you can see where this is going. Standard pregnancies. Um, but uh, he tries to get in and see her, and Tom Arnold is not letting her in. And then this is another one of Steve's laugh lines. <laughs> this, this actually got me. But he goes, uh, like, uh, I can't, Gail's, I, like, Gail's like, who are you talking to? And he's like, I'm talking to my mother. And she's like, but your mother's dead. And he's like, yeah, it's really weird. And he went, <laughs> it? Yeah. Well, no, because uh, Hugh Grant was like, I got to see her. And then Tom Arnold, who's all of a sudden like, all of a sudden, this is the first time he's like terrified of his wife. He's like, Gail will kill me. She'll put me in the doghouse. And he's like, he's like, I can't even say that you're here. He's like, just pretend I'm someone else. And then that's when Joan Cusack's like, who are you talking to? He's like, it's my mom. Your mom's dead. And we already did that. But All right. Tweeted us which version of the same exact joke repeated was better. <laughs> um, tweeted us Steve Tom Arnold for Steve's version or Chris Tom Arnold. Yeah. Hashtag Chris Tom Arnold. Yeah, no hashtags. Chris. Just Steve, Steve Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. No context, no. Please, please. No, just, yeah. At Review we are Universe in PC. a hashtag free zone. At Review Universe PC on Twitter. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um Anyways, uh, so then he gets with... Let's start trending, America. And then he goes back to Jeff Goldblum, and uh, they have a montage of him getting over her. Oh, yeah, because he's like, you gotta gotta just, like, get over her, man. Yeah, and And he pierces his ear. Just like Jeff Goldblum, we didn't bring that up. He has an earring in this movie. (laughs) Very important plot point. Yes, very important. And then uh, they go roller skating, and Hugh Grant falls down... Blading. Blading. Down the street, he goes... Falls oh, down because they're at the Jeff top Goldblum of a hill. Is seeing a sexy lady. Yeah, that's exactly. They're at the top of a hill because it's San Francisco. They're at the top of the fucking tallest hill in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, it's a good place to rollerblade. Jeff Goldblum sees. I don't know if it's the same blonde lady as before, but a pretty blonde woman. So then he it like definitely lets, looked like the same one. But I, I had the same question. I'm like, because so he lets go of Hugh Grant's hand because he was helping him. Then Hugh Grant rolls down the giant hill and into a moving van. Yep. So there you go. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the movie. Um, so and, and then there's a, there's a Jeff Goldblum party, and it's a great it's actually a great shot. It's like a giant like crazy mm-hmm. party, and then it slowly pans over to Hugh Grant, who's in the corner and has a cat on his lap. He's just holding a cat. And then this fucking woman comes up and picks up the cat and like chucks it across the room. Well, she like sees Hugh Grant from across the room. She's like, oh, they like make eyes, and he, she's like, oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go dance with this boy. Mm-hmm. And then she goes over and she's like, come on. She like sips her wine and puts it down, picks up the cat and throws the cat. Yeah, the 16 year old cat. Both you in the and movie. both you and my Astro the Projected Girlfriend missed that. So I had to rewind it and be like, he th- she threw the cat. Because it was the only action in the movie. And I looked away <laughs> for a millisecond. <laughs> and I missed yes. it. But then um, she tries to bring him up to his her room and uh, 
She's she's very subtle about it. She's like, you want to come out for some coffee? He's like, no, wait, wait, I'm going to go see I'm you, Grin. I don't drink coffee. You see these teats? And then she goes, well, do you want to come out for some sex? Very Yeah, I'm you, Grant. No thanks. Nope. And then, uh, then we go. Uh, God damn it! I'm sorry. <laughs> I always forget to not your burp. weekly burp. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, weekly burp brought to you by New Glarus Brewing, Wisconsin's proudest brewery. It's carbonated. Blurp. And now we go to as you quoted, blow up balloon Tom Arnold as Dracula. Yes, they, they, they're not so subtle in announcing their time passes in this movie. Tom Arnold is a used car salesman. Right. Because, of course. And then uh, he... He actually is in this yes, movie. Yes, there's a giant balloon version of him dressed up as Dracula on top of his dealership. And then they uh, cut to the inside of the dealership, and he's actually dressed as Dracula right. selling a car. Hence, blow up balloon Tom Arnold as Dracula. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, uh, you know, he tries to get her back. Hugh Grant um, tries to get her back by getting by by selling his Porsche and buying a family car. Yes, and uh, that's what they called it. Then a she goes and she like has a complication with a pregnancy, so he runs to the the hospital to try to see. Well, her. Wait, 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 right before that, he's please like, do not interject anything that is pointless. If anything this you're is about not to say pointless. is not pointless to the plot, this is this is a huge part of the plot. <laughs> a huge Grant part of the plot. Uh huh. Continue. <laughs> I, I have to now. No, Hugh Grant, huge, huge Grant. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, goes, I have to see her. I have to see her. Tom Arnold's like, no, I'm scared of my wife. She's going to put me in the doghouse. Again, just a weird plot point. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, we have to arrange like a chance meetup. Let me babysit your kids. It'll show her that I like kids. And he's like, okay. Mm-hmm. So then like Hugh Grant, it, the most point, one of the other most pointless scenes in this movie, like he's like pushing one of the kids in the swing. He yells at one of the, gr- the girl who slapped literally him. literally just said it was an important plot point, And then in your description said one of the most pointless <laughs> scenes in the movie. Uh, you yeah. motherfucker. None of this is important. He ends up going <laughs> gotcha. to the fucking <laughs> No, but it has one of the greatest physical comedy scenes in this he movie. He gets hit with the child on the swing. It's yep. not good nope. at all. Nope. Uh, no. <laughs> yep. No, there's no reason for that. <laughs> Sorry for um, those minutes. And so then he shows up on to the um to the hospital, mm-hmm. and he says one of my favorite lines, which is, "I'm in love with my child." Oh yeah, he doesn't he's say got I love my child. Dick. He doesn't what? say I love my child. He says I'm yeah. in love with my child because uh, John Cusack lets him into the room with Julianne right. Moore. So but, this is their first time. This is their first time talking in months. It's yes, important. but have you heard anyone say that before? I'm in love with my child. Yeah. I mean, like, after that scene at the beginning of the movie where he got a rager yeah, from right. the, you know, the kid, kid's like, hair. That's not just me. That's, that's a weird thing to say, right? That's a weird thing to say. Because yeah, you say, like, I love my child. Yeah. You, in love implies romantic, uh, you know. In, it, that's how I would interpret it. It was, yeah. it was a weird choice of uh, words, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so they go from not having seen each other for months <laughs> to being engaged. And then, and then married within, within a, a month. Within a month. Yes. Arrange a giant wedding. She, so when he goes to this, she's at the hospital within seven months of her pregnancy, or at like seven months, mm-hmm. and then he proposes to her in the hospital. She had like right? premature contractions. Yep. yep, yep. And then they flash forward, and she's still pregnant, and they're married. I'm like, so, so they got married in a fucking month. Mm-hmm. Damn, they don't want to be having that baby out of wedlock. Yep. And then the movie rushes to a finish. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, oh my god. So they go to a nice dinner. Yes. <laughs> Um, and the girl that the was trying to bang him yeah, is the hostess. Is the hostess, and he again does makes the stupidest decision of saying, "I, I, 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 don't, I don't know who that is." So yes, because um, she's like Samuel, come here. 
Yeah. He's like, I have your table. She's like, you don't know that girl? And he's like, no, no, I don't. Yeah. It's like, just fucking tell her. Who cares? You didn't fuck her. Yeah. And so then, um, like, she breaks a glass or something? So so Julianne Moore goes, oh, she's like, like oh, I'm, something's wrong. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out her water breaks. So Hugh Grant's like, oh, what's wrong? And then at the same time, the hostess cuts her hand on a broken glass. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh. And then he's paying more attention to the broken oh, glass so girl. Yeah. And then he, uh, Julian Moore's like, oh, no, my water broke. He's like, oh, that means you're having a baby. Oh, sorry. Hey, it's me, you great. That means you're having a baby. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Uh, and then he's like, we have to go to the hospital. So they do. And then uh, the hostess is like, let me come with you because she needs stitches. Sure, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and then this is where all the, like, he's driving and he turns and basically has an entire conversation with Julianne Moore while mm-hmm. not looking at the road. Yep. And then almost runs over an old couple. And uh, sorry, in the car, it's revealed to Julianne Moore that they don't that the him and hostess never had an affair yes um but then he's he's looking at julian moore for this entire conversation slams on the brakes because he almost runs over an old couple mm-hmm. and the lady starts you know hitting him with her purse or whatever he's like my husband's got a bad heart and he's like well no i'm having a heart attack so well hey we're going to the hey it's me who grant we're driving to the hospital you you uh, old folks want to ride yeah and then, yeah hey you guys hey you know steve it's me the old folks i'm coming on in hey steve great impression thanks steve <laughs> hey you're great you're handsome too Wow, you're you're not that. Oh gosh, well that's okay because I'm not Steve. I'm Hugh Grant. Wow, that was quite a transformation. You deserve an Oscar. You can't even tell who I am. Guess who I am now? Who? Rocky Balboa. Guess who I am now? Who? James Brown. Guess who I am now? Who? Winona Ryder. Guess who I am now? Who? Indiana Jones. Guess who I am now? Who? Mickey Mantle. <laughs> I could do that for fucking thirty <laughs> minutes long, just to hear the random celebrities. <laughs> <pull out laughs> <your ass. laughs> Oh, wow. That's good. Okay. um, So then they almost, then they run over a fucking biker because he does the same thing again. And then the biker gets thrown in the car and he takes all of them to the hospital. He's like, you broke my leg. And then he pulls up and he's like, well, uh, there's stitches, there's uh, a broken leg, and then there's a heart attack in the back of the car. Okay. But then, uh, 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 sorry, it's me, Hugh Grant. I got a pregnant lady up front. She's pregnant, bro. She's going to pop a baby out of her vaginal. Yeah, that's that's him (laughs) again. Um, And then fucking... There's a really long and drawn out scene in the hospital after where... he throws her down the hall in a wheelchair. Yes, yeah, so they they get into the room and then the, they can't get a hold of the doctor. So they find out that Robin Williams has to be the person who delivers them, which is bad because he doesn't know any words. And then he find then Tom Arnold shows up with a video camera and it's revealed that uh joan cusack is also having a baby in the same room so then they go back and tom arnold keeps trying to get the camera in people's faces so they're pushing it away and then and at one point he puts the camera under julianne moore's gown uh, on her bare vagina and then and 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 when i say that i mean uh, she has the vagina of a bear and then somebody shows up with a needle and that makes hugh grant faint and then it makes robin williams faint so they're both laying on the ground and then tom arnold's still getting aggressive with the camera so then hugh grant pushes him away he's back up actually but a, a few people tripped over both of them before that happened and then they tom arnold and hugh grant start fist fighting in the middle of the room and then both the babies are born and that's nine months and then, oh, well, you, f- you forgot the end. Um, uh, they have the baby, and oh. they're in the apartment, and Hugh Grant takes the baby. Uh, he's, like, crying. The baby's crying, and then Hugh Grant is, like, like picks him up. Yeah. And then turns on the song that they conceived the baby to. Yeah. And just, just started to see dancing if, with Just him. to see if the baby also had a giant dick and that Dr. Thatcher wasn't lying. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you got me while I was taking a sip. Oh. And I'll tell you what. 
What? That baby had a dinger. Don't what the fuck? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're you're being me this episode. Oh my god, Dinger is a terrible name too. <laughs> oh fuck! It's like a, a like it's like a it's like a you know the one that's, that's like st- a... stop it. <laughs> you stop this. Okay, what do you give nine months out of a hundred rosies? Oh well, well, hang on. I do okay. have to. We do have to give credit to the baby who was adorable. Oh yeah, and was end. actually like like just very cutely fall actually falling asleep. We were just we were just staring at we him the, the baby entire the last time. scene. Like, uh, yeah, the baby was falling asleep Hello. during the end of the uh, last. Yeah, it was scene. very cute. It was very cute, and very it redeemed cute. the whole movie for me. Really? Ten thousand out of a hundred. Mm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ten thousand maniacs. Yeah. I will say the baby was baby was ninety eight out of a hundred for me. The baby himself was ninety eight out of a hundred rosies. Sure, but uh, the movie itself was. Fucking couple, garbage. Yeah, give a couple of sentences. What a what a piece of shit. <laughs> I want you to call Amazon and get your two ninety nine back. Yeah, they probably would give it to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, dear Amazon. Um, oh, hey Amazon. Um, I actually rented the movie two uh, nine months. Oh, oh, so, here's oh your say, money no, back. Say, say no more. Here's we, I, I know where this is going. Uh, and here's a million bucks. A million we dollars? Actually, Don't you think that's a little too much? I just paid two ninety. I just want two ninety nine. No, 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 no. You, you, you sat through nine months. Standard definition. Yeah. Not even high definition. Right. You, because you didn't spend that extra dollar up front, um, we are going to um, just fully reimburse you a okay. million fold. Wow. Yeah. So, so that's, that's actually almost three million dollars, not yeah. one million. Yeah. Oh wait, hang on. You know, I'm sorry. I don't usually do this. I don't usually do this. But uh, my shift is actually over, and if I go overtime and I get fired, so uh, my replacement's coming in. Hey, hang on. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna pass over the phone. I'm gonna pass okay. over. Okay. Hey, hey, it's me, uh, Hugh Grant. I heard you didn't like my movie. Whoa. Um. No, Mr. Grant. I. 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 I no, that's fine. I, I'm gonna actually give you two million bucks because that was I was a real beast shit. Wait, really? Yeah. You, yeah. didn't, you didn't think it was good either? Oh, sorry. Did I say two million bucks? I forgot I'm British. Two million pounds. Wow, that's like eight yeah. million dollars. Yeah, it's a lot of tons, too. T-O-N-N-E-S, you know? Um, no, I don't. Oh, well, uh, you got a lot to learn about the metric system, my I friend. I don't need to because America's one of the only two countries in the re- left in the world that is still using uh, the... The imperial system. Yeah, yeah, you know what? And you're right because tons are actually are not metric. I I, I was wrong there. Sometimes uh, sometimes so, I forget Hugh, that... So, I got to go. Yeah, what? Um, Wait, thank hey, you for the $8 million. Hey, hey, hey next no. up, look, I know, I know I'm giving you your money back, but don't forget, next up on the, yeah. this Amazon playlist, Notting Hill. Wow. That's a movie where I'm in it with Julia Roberts. Um... And you know what it's about? Not Ing Hill. See yes. you later. Yep, yep. Uh, hello. Well, thank you for choosing Amazon. Well, all right, next customer. Hey, it's me, Hugh Grant. Okay. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> um, you didn't say end scene. How, did I, am I, how is anybody true. supposed to know it's over? So, yeah, nine months is bad. Um, oh, what did you give it? Oh, I didn't. Uh, oh, God. I, I think I, I'm going to say 19 out of 100. Okay. 18 out of 100 rosies. Yeah, it's it's very bad. It's Ugh. for some reason like directed like it would be like a a, a classic hit or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the 90s the formula for success like you had a lot of stars yeah. in it, you know. They tried way too hard. It was filled with movie logic. It didn't make any sense. All the performances were pretty terrible. Even Robin Williams wasn't that he wasn't that good. I wanted to like him so much the more just cuz I screenplay was just generally problematic towards women in general. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm giving it a 11 out of 100. T- t- you know what? Nine out of 100. Nice. Rosies. Uh, for nine, nine 11. Months. High five. Wh- what? You got an 11 and a nine. Nine, nine 11. High five. So I actually, this is just to touch on that quickly. At one point, I actually said, because this was true, they, they cut to Julianne Moore for the first time in probably 20 minutes. And, and you're go, like, oh, my oh God. right. Yeah. I forgot she was in this movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, don't um, don't see it. Well, no, 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 no. See it, really, and then call Amazon to get your money back. Oh, yeah, to bucks? get eight million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So um, little uh, little trick from Chris yep. and Steve's Reviewuniverse dot com. Yep. Also, that's fake. Don't sue us. ChrisSteve.com, Reviewuniverse edu. Yep. Slash blockbuster. Okay, well, we got one more review left. Yep, oh, we got. Um, this one is another. Uh, I guess tell us about your life type thing. Oh, um, the the old personal review. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's call it personal review. That's good. Um, how uh, this one is? What's the most labor you've ever done in your life? Maybe in like a single, I don't know, sitting or like a, a time period. Sure. Is that, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a good story for this. Okay, let's hear it. So hey, it's me, Hugh Grant. Uh, I don't want to hear. I it spent. Hugh Grant. Uh, Can, wait, I don't want to hear it as Hugh Grant. Can you do it as uh, Rachel McAdams? For, uh, what is she in? Um, Wedding Crashers. Yes. Hey, it's me, Rachel McAdams. You might remember wow. me from such films as uh, Wedding Crashers and yeah. Mean Girls, I think. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah that's right. So uh, am I the one that got hit by the bus? Oh, I'm sorry. Could you do it as a... Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, uh, <coughs> could you do it as Ian McKellen? <coughs> uh, that's Gandalf and yes. Magneto, right? Mm-hmm. Hello. It's me. Wow. Magneto. <laughs> that's... I thought you were about to do a British accent. I was about to be very impressed. Because you know what is the pink Power Ranger? The hot one? Yeah. Kimberly? Yep. Hey, it's me, the pink Power Ranger. That's what I know. I'm about. a pterodactyl, so you better watch out, you bad guys up in the air. Mandy I'll Moore. knock you Mandy Moore. Um, I got this song called Candy. It's cool. It's it's about candy, but it's also about sex, you know, if you really yes. listen to the words. Pee-wee Herman. Uh-huh. Hey, it's me, Pee-wee. <laughs> I got a playhouse. Lawrence Fishburne's the, uh, the cowboy, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you for those impressions. No um, problem. Neo. So yeah, tell me, tell me your That's story. That's my Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Thank you. Tell me your story. You can take the red pill. Will you fucking tell me your story right now? <laughs> okay. No, I'm, I'll do that, Steve. Thank so, uh, no. So uh, I was a server. Uh, it was at the Second City. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually technically at the Up Comedy Club, which is part of the Second City, and is when it, it had first opened. So we were uh, not very busy, mm-hmm. uh, or we had, uh, as a trend, not been very busy. So we were staffed pretty low. On a full night, we would have, I think, seven servers in that room. Okay. It's about three, three hundred ish people yeah. uh, would seat. So you'd have about seven servers, and uh, at this night, we had three. Unbeknownst to the night staff managers and to the night staff. The marketing team gave out a ton of free tickets. Uh-huh. So it was three people serving 300, 300 people. people. Yeah. And I have never been so overwhelmed. I, I've been serving for, gosh, probably, I don't know, gosh, that was maybe 2000. I, I've been serving for five, six years at this point. Like, I was I was a good server. Like, yeah. I was good at the job. I, I wanted to cry and I wanted to quit. <laughs> because, like, literally, I was calling downstairs. I was calling for help. I was like, there, yeah. there's just not enough. People are pissed off. Like, it's the show's almost over, and there are people who pissed that haven't like been served yet. Like, yeah. they they deservingly want help. And it's like the managers at that time were not trained on how to do the job, so they were like, "Well, what can we do?" We we're like, "Fucking help us! <laughs> bring people up here. Bring people, yeah. yeah, bring service up. Could you guys come up? Take some orders. Deliver yeah. some drinks. Like, we can take all the orders. You can run the drinks." And they were like, uh, "Okay." And then nobody ever really did. One guy did. Um, and I was that. It it sounds. I know that was like a pretty quick story, but. To have the pressure of trying to make 100 people happy in a room where you have to duck down in front of them, can't talk at a full volume, can't really explain what's going on because they're trying to pay attention to a live and, show. And bringing multiple like like trays of stuff at the same time. Yeah. 
and then the poor bartender, right. because there was only one bartender instead of normally two Oof. bartenders, is making three. One person's making three hundred drinks at a time. But also, I think it makes it worse because you didn't expect. You weren't like Absolutely prepping not. yourself. No, and I think this was like a two show night, and like the first show wasn't that busy, so it was fine. And it was like the second night, it's like, oh, we just got to get through this, you know, 90, 100 minutes happened. and be fine. And it was absolute hell. I've oh, yeah. never been so tired. I've never felt so defeated. I've never felt so bad at my job. I've never felt, granted, it, like I, I used to put in, there are days that I would put in 12, 14, 16 hours in my industry life. Like that's yeah. just part of the job. And you're, you're tired some days, you know, you you just go home and you immediately crash. Mm. But this, I've, this was the most mentally, physically draining day of industry work I've ever had. Yikes. Yeah. What do you give it? Oh God. Um, the experience of just like that stress, I still, I, I have like very vivid memories of that day. Um, those stressful times, I'm going to give it like a seven or eight out of a hundred. But like the fact that I got through it, because that's the first time in my life I ever thought I was actually just going to walk out on a job. Mm-hmm. Like I almost walked out on that job. The fact that I didn't, I was just like, okay, you got through a really difficult thing. That's like a 74 out of a hundred for okay. me. Okay. 75 out of a hundred. Rosie's. Um... Let's see. I, I think I think I had a I've had some weird jobs in my day. Um, yeah. One of mine was one of my favorite weird jobs to say is I was actually a, a, a fireworks pyrotechnician. Before you get into this, can you okay. list some of your weird jobs? Um, I mean, or uh, just some of the jobs. mascot. Yeah. Um, Teddy the turkey. Yes. Um, specifically, the Chicago Thanksgiving parade. Uh, improv teacher. Um, old person like like retirement home. Uh, like cleaner wait what really yeah what i gotta hear that um uh weren't you like an improv like like a kid's improv judge or something oh yeah like i did that contest? that was separate from improv teacher actually i okay. got paid to to do that um <laughs> uh, like i said the radio call-in yep. actor murder um, mystery star murder mystery star for sure mm-hmm. or at least um, actor yeah I um i I'm, i have a ton more but i can't think of any off the top of my head yeah. i wish I, had... I, I just i feel like for context i that that's a good list yeah. for people oh, yeah. to know for who sure. don't know you um but i'm always fascinated i fucking learned pyrotechnician i, I had to actually get like my class three explosives license i did it for a few different summers is that and... good forever do you still have that no i think oh. it expires that but a... um expires or explodes oh no that's not a joke i i'm curious it explodes in my pocket Oh, God. That explains the giant hole in your butt. But. Where you poop I did it for a few different summers, and um, it was, like, decent money, but considering the amount of work that you do, it's not decent money. Can you describe a day in the life? Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. Oh, sorry, sorry. So the most amount of labor that, like, I remember is, like, a normal shift is around around 24 hours. Holy shit. Because you're up so early, it really ruins fireworks for you forever. Really? Because you have to get to your site, and depending on what you're doing, you have to get there at, like, 5, 6 a.m., And when, because setup takes 12 hours. When you say depending on what you're doing, do you mean your role throughout the day or no, like the just type the of site, show it is? Where you are, okay. what yeah, what type of show, how many fireworks are sh- they're shooting off, and everything has to be set up manually. And so you you manually set it up, then you put all the shells in each individual tube, oh and God. then you have to wire everything because most of the time it's set to music, mm-hmm. so you have to set it and wire it correctly. Got it. And that's not including so many getting to the place beforehand and setting all the racks up in the, the truck. Right. And then you set up most of the day and then you shoot it off. And then afterwards, it's the same thing. But you, in reverse. Yeah. So so it's another like eight hours of breakdown. Oh and God. then you have to drive all the way back. And it, it was exhausting. So how much rain would it take? To ruin all of that work. It's never rained for me, so I don't oh, okay. actually know. Okay, um, but, that's lucky. It sounds but lucky. But 
Because I feel like you could be there for like 14 hours and it's like drizzle, everything's ruined. I've never been so tired of my life after a shift like that. And you're so dirty and disgusting and um, you can't see anything because at the end of the night it's dark, but you have to break down perfectly. Is it by the hour or by the shift? um, I think it's by the shift. Okay. But one of my friends who you might know, but I'm not going to name them just in case. um, I know just in case. (laughs) Nice. But uh, I, I do. The last year, I stopped doing it, and then I think it was the year after, the same crew that I worked with, um, they were coming home from... The, my, my friend was driving in a car behind the truck, and they were coming home at like 5 or 6 a.m. I don't think this is going somewhere good. It's not. And the, the person fell behind, fell asleep behind the, the truck wheel, Holy shit. and the truck like f- flipped over, and my friend had to pull out of the car, jump on top of the truck, and pull them out. Is everybody okay? Um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, cool. And that same fucking crew, the last time I did it, that year before, it might have been the year before, but fuck, I just remembered this. I, oh. I think I kind of repressed it. But we oh, were boy. done after, we were done and it was like 5 or 6 a.m. And we, we got back, we were unloading the truck and someone had, we were like trying to line the truck up with the trailer to unload all the racks. Okay. One person was behind the truck and the other person was backing up the truck. And the guy was like, keep backing up, keep backing up. And the other person kept backing up. And the guy's like, stop. And the guy didn't stop and crushed him in between the trailer and the truck. Did. And he, he shattered his ribs and was in the hospital for a few months. Holy and, Jesus. Yes, didn't, didn't come back until, I think it wasn't the year after, but it was a couple years after, where the fucking, the same guy. Was he in the truck? Yes. Oh, God damn So, it. yeah, he was like, I can finally come back to work. I can do it. And then Jesus. the truck thing happened. Holy fucking balls. Yes. Uh, and I was, so I was there for the crushing. Right. I was like in the truck when it happened. And I remember being so sleep deprived and tired and dirty and disgusting. And just like seeing this happen was like, I had to like sit down and just like put my hands on my head and be like, what the fuck is happening? That's insane. How old were you? Um, It was in college. Okay. Is this in Wisconsin or yes, Chicago? It was in Wisconsin. Wow. But yeah, that that was that was a lot. <laughs> and this has been you Grant's Doctor Grant's therapy session. Universe.com and Chris Mueller. dot org. That's how you say it in British. Hey Steve. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going to give that experience uh, honestly, <laughs> minus the the death and stuff. It was still I don't regret death? doing it. No, no, no one died. Okay, but, but you okay, know sure. the awfulness and stuff. Uh, I don't regret doing it. I'll give it a forty-eight out of a hundred. Rosie. What's the coolest thing you learned doing that job? Um, well, I don't remember it much at all right now anymore, but um, I learned all the names of the shells and what the different types of shells did. Hmm. I remember one type of shell off the top of my head, uh, salutes. Okay. And they're the ones that uh, like flash as, as like bright light. Ah. And I actually got to shoot off fireworks. So the crew that I was on was one of the last manual firework shooters really so uh, there's a picture of me with f- like full head to tail um uh, head to tail yeah i had a tail <laughs> um, like yes. like fireproof suit on it. and then i had to light a flare and i was lighting off oh i was God. like in like a um what are those called like ditch like a long ditch like a, like, for oh, war. Uh, uh, trench yeah i was like in like a trench and i was like lighting off fireworks like two that feet from scary. my head oh it is you feel the reverberation through like everything wow it's it was it was pretty that also cool. like not to keep talking about that i don't want to talk about this too too long but 
So you had to like have like some burden, like the choreography too, on like eleven hours of sleep. Yeah, there was some of it was yeah, some of it was choreographed, and some was just like just do it fucking randomly. Sure. Last question. Yes. What is the test like? You said you had to be certified. How did you? Is it? I'm assuming it's some sort of test. It was just training. You just like sat through a training session. Oh, okay. It wasn't like driver's ed. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Was there any? Was there like a practical part of it, or was just like uh, this? Um, Yeah, you had had to go out and like like... deal with fuses and stuff outside. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's, that's all I got for questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, so hey, what do you? Let's send us up the tubes. Yeah, you uh, open. I'll, I'll, uh, can I? You know what? Can I I'm going to open? open it. Thank you. And I think you should put on your fire, your head to tail fire suit, okay. and launch this one up like a firework. All right. And you here. I'll, this one actually just happens to already have a, a fuse in it. Thank you. So you don't have to, you know, all remember right. your training. Open it up. Rawr. I'm going to put my stuff on. Yep. Uh, can you hear me? You you need me to send it? You want me to send it up the tube? You're you're gonna light it. Oh, you want me to get out of the way? Oh, sorry. Uh, that was. Wow, that was cool. That was super cool. Pew, and it popped. <laughs> oh. Oh, we have to do this again now. Uh, no, it, it was supposed to. Oh. It popped in the Helen's offices. You can oh, hear. so it popped in like the review. The review didn't get destroyed. We didn't. We don't. Have to right. Do this. Thank uh, fucking pr- Christ. It was pretty cute though. Hey, if you have anything you want to send up our tubes, set us uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram at, at @reviewuniversepc or email us at, at oh my god email us at, at the reviewuniverse podcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook or call us at our phone number eight zero five review pod r e v u p o d. Or find us on iTunes and Spotify and rate and review us. It helps us get bigger and uh, not in just one way. <laughs> Art was done by Sterling Martin. Yeah, like a baby dick in my, like my Don't son's baby dick in that, that movie. You Nine a month, sir. Hey, Steve. Uh-huh. I'm getting, oh, I'm getting uh, next week's review really Oh, quick. okay. But uh, your our California king-size bed is back here. Hey, um, I know well, what that is now. What kind of sheets, what kind of sheets did you put on this thing? Uh, watercolor. Wow. Just that's, painted them on. That's pretty progressive of you. Uh, you know me. That's why they call me Progress you. Steve. Mm, that's not Fighting for your rights to move forward. At all. And you know what? Speaking of moving forward, I have a surprise for you. Oh, God. What? Oh, you, oh, you want me to tell you? I guess. Oh. <laughs> um, this, this actually came into my personal tube. Okay. And I, I mean the, the tube that pops out next to me. Okay. Um, this is from the Helens. Okay. We're being relocated. Well... What? We're being relocated to a different room filled with tubes. For real? Yeah. Since it, when? Why? How? Who? What? Uh, since when? Um, one minute before I, I met you. Um, Why did you drop this before I said the <laughs> next week's assignment? But no, I mean we still have to do the assignment. We're just we're just going to be sending this is it up real, by tubes. the way. Um, yeah. where we are right now? Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I, I'm reading their letter. Yeah, here um, you go. That I just took from you, dear Steve. You're so great. Oh, but. Well, yeah, letter. we have to move. Have to we're move. moving. We're moving our room. Yeah, where we record. Yep, to L.A. I can't wait. Oh no, no, no sorry, not to L.A. No, that's it. Says to A.L. A.L. Alabama. Lower floor. Oh, I thought Alabama. Oh, okay. But yeah, we're 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 gonna change where we record as of next week. Yeah. Um So look forward to that. Even though you can't hear us or You'll see totally us, you'll totally hear the difference. You might actually because we're going from a carpeted room to a uh uh. uh What's it called? Hardwood floor. So you, you know really have to think of what that was called. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Next week's assignment. Here <laughs> we go. Sorry, like a thaw. 
and it always comes in the form of limerick. Mm-hmm. Steve and Chris should always say please, or else I will unleash all the bees. Run for your life, and after the strife, I shall reward you with oh so much cheese. Hey, money. What? Money, cheese, money. Money? Yeah, yeah, let me get, let me get that cheddar. Money. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, we're getting paid. We're finally getting paid. Why don't they call money Swiss? They do. When? Um, when it's got holes in it. Yeah, when it when it's that's the money you give to church because it's holy. What? Fucking can't believe you said that. I think you can. You know, I'm from church. You you from church, Wisconsin? Yes. Yeah. It's, How dare you make fun of church? I'm. I mean, it's it's pretty funny. What? Church? Church? It's very funny. I can't think of an ending. That's fine. So then it can't end. Oh. Let's just chill then. You've got cool pupils. You've got cool pupils. Can't help it. Grow them out. You always talk about how you're always on the fucking calendar for some reason. Why are you always saying that? What? Also, surprise test. Yeah, I, it wasn't a surprise. <laughs> Why not? Because I was knowing you're testing. Uh, you didn't know when I hit record in the middle of your sentence, did you? Did not know that. Okay, but so when you started talking, always. ridiculous. How did I? <laughs> how did I talk ridiculous? Uh, do do you? Because uh, you're always looking at the calendar. I, that's not even true. <laughs> Yeah, but I always say stuff like that, regardless of whether we're on the mic. Yeah, but that was a little harsh, and I think you just wanted to get me on tape. You wanted to bust me on tape. Yeah, just like uh, detectives want to bust criminals. Or a fly on flypaper. Jeff Goldblum.